Hello and welcome to MORE, which stands for Midday Obviously Reads Everything. So, this is the podcast where I try my very best to finish The Hunger Games. As a self-proclaimed bookworm, it's kind of my duty. So join me and all of my guests as we try to read through the whole series. So sit back and relax as I do my best, my very, very, very best to read all of it. I hope I like it and I hope you like it too. So let's begin. Go ahead and say something. Peanut butter is a liquid. Okay, that is no. <laughs> no. So I can't say it again as my intro? You can't say that again oh, as the I intro. That. Okay. No. Okay. All right. So we're live. <laughs> oh, cool. That's live. <laughs> okay, so welcome back to my podcast. We have a new guest here today. Hello, guest. Please explain your hello. I mean, <laughs> Please explain yourself. Please explain. Um Hi, I'm Jeffrey. I am Kennedy's <laughs> best friend. Best friend. Yeah. Also, Jeffrey's other name is Katie. Or... Kathleen. Kate, or Kathleen. Or Kate, as I like to... Love to write out. Yeah. Kate. So, yes, we have my good friend, Katie, coming out here today to help me read around your, the Hunger Games. <laughs> the Hunger Games! So, she'll help me read words that I can't pronounce as well. I mean, we're going to listen to the story. Cool. Yeah. So let's let's go. <laughs> let's get into it. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. All right. Now that I know she's here, it's hard to ignore the child. She slips up and joins us at different stations. Like me, she's clever with plans, climbs swiftly, and has good aim. She can hit the target every time with a slingshot. But what is a slingshot against a two hundred twenty pound male with a sword? Yikes. Back on District Twelve floor Hamish and effie grill us through breakfast and dinner about every moment of the day what we did who watched us how the other tribute sized up cinnabon and portia aren't around so there's no one to add any sanity to the meals not that Hamish and effie are fighting anymore instead they seem to be of one mind determined to whip us into shape full of endless direction about what we should do and what not to do in training pete is more patient but i become fed up and surly 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 okay when we finally escape to bed on second night, Peter mumbles, someone ought to get Hamish a drink. I make a sound that's somewhere between a snort and a laugh, then catch myself. It's messing with my mind too much to trying uh, trying to keep straight where we're supposed to be friends when we're not. At least when we get to the arena, I'll know where we stand. Don't. Don't let us pretend when there's no one around. All right, Katniss, he says tiredly. After that, we only talk in front of people. On the third day of training, they start to call us out of lunch for our private sessions with the game makers. District by district, first the boy, then the girl tribute. As usual, District 12 is latest to go last. We linger in the dining room, unsure of where else to go. No one comes back once they have left. As the room empties, the pressure to appear friendly lightens. At the time, they call Rue. We're left alone. We sit in silence until they summon Peta. He rises. Remember what Haymitch said about being sure to throw the weights. Yeah. The words come out of my mouth without permission. Thanks, I will, he says. You shoot straight. No, duh, Peter. Imagine she shoots crooked. She's like, Bow! and like, the arrow goes. Yeah, like, it just waves. Just waves, like a wish wash of like movement. That'd be even more impressive. Honestly, now that, now that I say that, it would be if she could like curve it, like make a curve again and also still hit the. She'd also be really good at baseball. I feel like, no, because like, like shooting an arrow in baseball. 
I don't think it's the same thing. No, but if she could do that with an arrow. Telekinesis. Obviously. Yeah. If she could do that with an arrow, she could do it with baseball. And not that District 12 has baseball, but like, I feel like she'd be really good. People talk about a curveball, but what about a double curveball? A, a triple curveball, too. Yeah. And then she'd like win the baseball league if they had one in District 12. Yeah. Which they don't. Yeah. They had like a coal league or coal, coal league. Yeah. The players, like, they have to replace the thing of coal because it yeah. gets on the players' hands. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. We'll make the official sport for District 12. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. Yeah. So we'll we'll say this to uh what's her name? Susan Collins. We'll be like, hey, think about coal ball, you know? Like <laughs> baseball with coal. Mm-hmm. She'll love it. Perfect. All right. I nod. I don't know why I said anything at all. Although if I'm going to lose, I'd rather Peter win than the others. Better for a district for my mother and Prim. After about fifteen minutes they call my name. I smooth my hair, send my soldiers back, and walk into the gymnasium. Instantly I know I'm in trouble. They've been here too long. Game makers sat through twenty three other demonstrations. Had to too much wine. Most of them want more than anything to go home. There's nothing I can do but continue with the plan. I walk into the archery station. Oh, the weapons! Oh, the weapons! Oh, the weapons! Yeah, yeah. I've been itching to get my hands on them for days. Bows made of wood and plastic and metal and material I can't even name. Arrows with feathers cut in flawless uniform lines. I choose a bow, string it, and sling the matching quiver of arrows on my shoulder. There's a shooting range, but it's much too limited. Standard bullseyes and human silhouettes. I walk the center of the gymnasium and pick up my first target. The dummy used for knife practice. Even as I pull back on the bow, I know something's wrong. The string's tighter than the one I use at home. The arrow's more rigid. I miss the dummy by a couple inches and lose what little tension I've been commanding. For a moment, I'm humiliated. Then I head back to the bullseye. I shoot again and again and again until I feel... Can I get a field of new weapons? Back to the gymnasium, I take my initial position and skewer the dummy right through the heart. Then sever the rope that holds the sandbag for boxing. The bag split open as it slams the ground. Without pausing, I shoulder forward, shoulder roll forward, come up on one knee, and send an arrow into one of the hanging lights uh, high above the gymnasium floor. Shower sparks burst from the fixture. It's excellent shooting. I turn to the game maker. The few are nodding of approval, but majority of them are fixated on the roast pig that had just arrived at the banquet table. I don't know. Is roast pig good? I've never had it. Not really. Have you had just pig? Uh, well, yeah, pork. Yeah. I have had pork. You've had pork. Yeah. yeah. But no, I feel like roast pig wouldn't be tasty. I don't know. Because, like, turkey is good, but sometimes it could be dry. Mm. So it's like maybe, like, that'd be the same for, like, the pig. Turkey's not good. You don't like turkey? No. Really? It's terrible. It's the worst part of Thanksgiving. Wow. That's so. That's a strong opinion. What about stuffing? Do you like stuffing? I love stuffing. I love stuffing, but you don't like the turkey. No, correct. So okay. What about hmm, turkey and stuffing? Still terrible. Still terrible. Turkey, turkey ruins. Oh, the smell of turkey is awful. Really? Oh, seriously. Yeah, you can hear it. You can hear it. You can <laughs> smell it cooking for like hours before you eat it, and then you can smell it at the table, and you're just like, oh, this is not what I'm here for. Mm-mm. I see. Well. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Turkey. I think it's okay that turkey is like just at Thanksgiving. So if we have to eat turkey every day, I think I'd be sick of turkey. Yeah. Very easily. But yeah. Okay. Let's continue. Roast pig. Suddenly, I'm furious that my life, with my life on the line. Wait. Hold on. <laughs> I read that wrong. <laughs> Suddenly, I'm furious that with my life on the line, they don't even have the Disney to pay attention to me. Now I'm being updated by a dead pig. My heart starts to pound. I feel my face burning. Without thinking, I pull an arrow from my quiver and send it straight at the game maker's table. I hear shouts of alarm as people stumble back. The arrow skewers the apple in the pig's mouth. It pins it to the wall behind oh. it. You have a spider coming. I have you. a spider? Ah! <laughs> Sorry. No, you're good. Um, you're good. 
I didn't it's even like feel crawling it. crawling up your neck. And I was, I'm like, oh, oh neck? I got to get that before it goes in your hair. Oh, my gosh. That'd be crazy. And then you got to my hair, you wouldn't find it. It'd yeah, be that's, gone. Like, that's the thing. Oh, I see. Well, thank you, Katie. Katie just saved my life because okay. she just stopped the spider from crawling up my neck and into my hair. For reference, Mary, we're definitely not at the normal <laughs> table. So you, you can still sit here. Sit where we want, Mary. It's fine. We're, like, yeah. somewhere far You're away. Good. It's all good. You never know. Yeah, we're fine. No spiders here anymore. No. Nope. Spiders are gone. Yeah. Yeah, they're gone. I'm pretty sure they never even existed. Exactly. No spiders No spiders here. Mm-hmm. So, let's continue. Uh, um, the arrow skewers the apple in the pig's mouth and pins it to the wall behind it. Everyone stares at me in disbelief. Thank you for your consideration, I say. And I give a slight bow and walk straight towards the exit without being dismissed. Dang, that's what a way to, like, set your mark. Just, like, shoot the apple in the pig's mouth and, like, not hit anybody either. It's giving girl boss. Wow, look at Katie. You're taking my slang. Yeah, <laughs> girl boss, gatekeep, gaslight. No gaslight, though. Just girl boss. And no gatekeeping either. <laughs> so just girl boss. Well, so what Katie said. Doing the clappy thing that Sam does. I don't know. Well, you don't know, Sam. Or do you? No, we have our guest, Sam. It's like the clapping we did in the first episode. <laughs> yes. I think that could be the title. Girl boss. <laughs> girl boss. Perfect. That'll be the title. Girl boss. Girl bossing and spiders. Girl bossing spiders. Yes. Yes. There we go. Perfect. All right. That was the end of chapter seven. We're going to continue to chapter eight. <clears throat> As I stride towards the elevator, I fling my bow to one side and my quiver to the other. I rush past the gaping of boxes who guard the elevators and hit the number 12 button with my fist. The door slides together and I zip upward. I actually make it back to my floor before the tears start running down my cheeks. I can hear the others calling me from the sitting room, but I fly down the room into my, fly down the hall to my room, bolt the door and fling myself onto the bed. Then I really begin to sob. Now I've done it. Now I've ruined everything. I did even a ghost of a chance it vanished when I sent that arrow flying to the game maker. What will you do to me? Arrest me? Execute me? Cut my tongue and turn me into an box so I can wait on the future tributes of Panam? What was I thinking should get the game maker? Of course I wasn't. I was shooting at the apple because I was so angry at being ignored. I wasn't trying to kill one of them. If I were, they'd all be dead. <laughs> Katniss, she has so much, like, oomph to herself. She's like, I could take out all these people right here, but I didn't, you know? That's what I could. I didn't do it. Good job, Katniss. Nice self-control she has there. She's like, he'd be dead if it wasn't for me. No. Or kind of. Well, she said I could. I could make okay. you dead. It just if it, you would have been dead if it weren't for me implies that like oh that she that saved it was gonna like rampage oh. and fight them <laughs> and she shot the pig. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. She would have. She would have killed them. Yeah. 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 Perfect. Oh, what does it matter? It's not like I was going to win the games anyway. Who cares what they do to me? What really scares me is that they might do my mother and uh, Prim. And my family might suffer now of my impulsiveness. Will they take the few belongings or send my mother to prison and Prim to the community home and kill them? They wouldn't kill them, would they? Why not? Why do they care? I should have stayed and apologized or laughed like it was a big joke. But maybe I would have found some leniency. But instead, I stuck out of the place in the most disrespectful manner possible. Hamish and Effie are knocking on my door. Tell them to go away, and eventually they do. It takes at least an hour for me to cry myself out. And I just lie there, cold in my bed, stroking the silken uh, sheets, watching the sunset over the artificial candy capital. At first, I expect guards to come for me. But as time passes, it seems less likely. They calm down. I mean, I calm down. <laughs> they still need a girl to be for District 12, don't they? If the game makers want to punish me, they can do it publicly. Wait until I'm in the arena and... And... Uh, and... And... And six starving, sick, okay, mm-hmm. okay, and six starving wild animals on me. There we go. It just looked weird. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I thought it'd be like S I S C K, like sick. 
I think the verb doesn't have a a case. Oh, I see. Because that's like like sick them, like sick them on them. Yeah. I see. Gotcha. Learning stuff with Katie. Woo woo. Um, you can bet they'll make sure I don't have a bow and arrow to defend myself. Before that, though, they'll give me a score so low, no one in the right mind would sponsor me. That's what'll happen tonight. Since the training isn't open to viewers, the game makers announce a score for each player. It gives the audience a starting place for the betting that will continue throughout the games. The numbers, which are between 1 and 12, 1 being irredeemable, irredeemably bad and 12 being unattainably high, signifies the promise of a tribute. The mark is not a guarantee of which person will win. Only an indication of the potential tribute showed in uh, training. Often, because the variables in the actual arena, high-scoring tributes go down almost immediately. And a few years ago, a boy who won the games only received a three. Still, the scores can help or hurt an individual tribute in terms of sponsorship. I've been hoping my shooting skills might give me a six or a seven, even, if I'm not particularly powerful. Now I'm sure I'll have the lowest score of the 24. If no one sponsors me, my odds of staying alive decrease to almost zero. When Effie taps on the door to call me to dinner, I decide I may as well go. The scores will be televised tonight. It's not like I can hide when that happens. I go to the bathroom and wash my face, but it's still red and splotchy. Everyone's waiting at the table, even Cinnabon and Portia. I wish the stylists hadn't showed up because for some reason I don't like the idea of disappointing them. It's as if they've thrown away all the good work. It's as if I've thrown away all the good work they did on the opening ceremonies without a thought. I avoid looking at anyone and I take tiny spoonfuls of fish soup. Thoughtness reminds me of my tears. The adults begin to chit chat about their weather forecast and let my eyes meet Peta's. He raises his eyebrows. A question. What happened? I just give my head a small shake. Then, as they're serving the main course, I hear Hamish says, Okay, enough small talk. Just how bad were you today? Peter jumps in. I don't know that it mattered. By the time I showed up, no one even bothered to look at me. They were singing some kind of drinking song, I think. So I threw around some heavy hours until they told me I could go. That made me feel a bit, a bit better. It's not like Peter attacked the game makers, but at least he was provoked, too. And you, sweetheart, says Hamish. Hey, Unless Hamish hey, calling me a sweetheart takes me off even more uh, than I'm at least able to speak. I shot an arrow at the game makers. Everyone stops eating. You what? The horror in Effie's voice confirmed my worst suspicion. I shot an arrow at them. Not exactly at them. In the direction. It's like Peter said. I was shooting and they were ignoring me. And I just, I just lost my head. So I shot an apple out of their stupid roast pig's mouth. I said defiantly. What do they say? Said Cinnabon carefully. Nothing. Or I don't know. I walked out after that. Without being dismissed? I dismissed myself, I said. I remember how I promised Prim that I would really try to win. And I feel like a ton of cold been dropped on me. Well, that's that, he says, then butters a roll. You know, I'm like Hamish. He's like, well, it is what it is. And then he just go ahead and eat his, like, roll of his butter roll. He has butter things to do. Hey, oh, my gosh. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that. I'm going to leave that part out. Bet your bottom dollar that part's going to be left out, Katie. I'll make more puns while you're reading. So that's, you can't... No. No more puns. No more puns while I'm reading. The puns need to stop. Stop. It's enough. Stop. In the words of the Spice Girls, stop. <laughs> well, or stop right now. Okay. Stop right now? Thank you very much. Oh, gosh. <sighs> All right, I'll continue. Do you think they'll arrest me, I ask? Doubt it. Be a pain to replace you at this stage, says Hamish. What about my family? Will they punish them? Don't think so. Wouldn't make much sense since they'd have to reveal what happened in the train center for it to be any worthwhile effect on the population. People would need to know what you did, but they can't since it's a secret, so it'd be a waste of effort, says Hamish. More likely it'll make your life uh, really bad in the arena. 
Well, they've already promised to do that to us anyway, says Peter. Very true, says Hamish. And I realize it's possible. It's impossible. It's a, it's our, oh, what? And I realize that's impossible. And I realize the impossible has happened. I don't know why that was so hard for me. I just started making up words. It was words. impossible? <laughs> I'm gonna like keep in your little laughter and I'll like make it like a little. <laughs> I'll do like a, make that like a repeating noise and I'll just have it repeat throughout the podcast. Little like. <laughs> little like. You're a little like. I am the laugh track. You are the laugh. Yeah! I'll make you laugh track, Katie. I need a good laugh so I can use all that. Um. Yeah. They have actually cheered me up. Haymitch picks up a pork chop with his finger, which makes Effie frown and dunks it in his wine. He rips off a rich chunk of bean and starts to chuckle. What were their faces like? I can see the edge of my mouth tilting up. Shocked, terrified, uh, ridiculous, some of them. An image pops up in my head. One of the men tripped backwards in a, bun- a pole of bunch. A pole of bunch? A pole of bunch? A bowl of punch. A bowl of punch. That's what I meant to say. Hamish Gafoffs? Gafoffs? Oh. Gafoffs? I think. Um. Gafaz. Gafaz? I feel like I'm saying that wrong too. Guffs? Guffs off. Guffs. Gafaz? Gafaz? Yeah. Waffs, laughs. Waffs, maybe. And we all start laughing except Effie, although even she is suppressing a smile. Well, it serves them right. It's their job to pay attention to you, and just because you come from District 12, there's no excuse to ignore you. Then her eyes dart around as if she says something totally outrageous. I'm sorry, but that's what I think. She says to no one in particular. I'll get a very bad score, I say. Score only matters if they're very good. No one pay attention to the bad or mediocre ones. For all they know, you could be hiding your talents to get a low score on purpose. People use strategy like that, says Portia. I hope that's how people interpret the 4L get, says Peta. If that really is anything less impressive than watching a person pick up a heavy ball and throw it a couple yards. One else landed on my foot. I grin at him, and I realize I'm starving. I cut off a piece of pork, dunk it in mashed potatoes, and start eating. It's okay, my family's safe, and if they're safe, no real harm has been done. After dinner, we go to the sitting room, and... <laughs> we go to the sitting room to watch the scores announced on television. Mercy show the flood of the tribute and then flash the score behind it. The career tributes naturally get the high 8 to 10 range. Most of the other players average a 5. Surprisingly, little Rue comes up with a 7. I don't know what she showed the judges, but she's so tiny, it must have been impressive. District 12 comes to the last siege. Well, Peter pulls an 8, so at least a couple of the game makers must have been watching him. I do my fingernails into my palm as my face comes up, expecting the worst. I'm the flashing number 11 on the screen. 11! Every trinket lets out a squeal and everyone is slapping me on the back and cheering and congratulating me, but it doesn't seem real. It must be a mistake. How How could this happen? I ask K-Mitch. Guess it's like your temper, he says. They've got a show to put on. They need some players with some heat. Katniss, the girl who was on fire, says Cinnabon and gives me a hug. Oh, wait until you see the interview dress. More flames, I ask? Of a sort, he says mischievously. Pete and I congratulate each other. Uh, another awkward moment. We've both done well, but what does that mean for the other? I scan my room as quickly as possible and bury down under the covers. Uh, the stress of the day, particularly the crying, has worn me out. I drift off, reprieved and relieved, and with the number 11 still flashing in my mind uh, behind my eyelids. Act on, I lie in bed for a while, watching the sun to come up. To come up. <laughs> it's Sunday. Day off at home. I wonder if the gale, I wonder if gale's in the woods yet. Usually we devote all Sunday to stocking up for the week. Rising early, hunting and gathering, and we trade at the hob. I think of gale without me. Both of us can hunt alone, but we're pr- better as a pair, particularly if we're trying for bigger game. But also in the littler times, littler things. There's a bird. 
Ooh, is that like a crane or like a, a heron? I think a heron. A heron? Yeah. Herring or heron? Heron. Heron. Yeah. For reference, we saw a gray herring. Heron? Oh, it's really big. Yeah, that's cool. And it kind of looks like a bluish gray, I feel. Mm. A bluish gray. All right, I'm going to finish this last paragraph and then we'll be done for today. <clears throat> I think if Gail felt me, both of us can hunt alone, but we're better as a pair, particularly if we're trying for a bigger game. But also the littler things, having a partner lighten the load, uh, could even make the arduous? 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 Arduous. Arduous task of filling my family's table enjoyable. Okay, that's where we'll stop for today. So we're able to finish chapter seven, and uh, we were able to get pages into chapter eight which is very appropriate for this book you want to know why why because it's the hunger games chapter eight please 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 send help <laughs> katie's puns have gotten out of control she's unhinged she won't stop so she gets what she wants just more puns always no more puns katie you're being denied your other puns. X. X the puns. Midday, for mm-hmm. reference, is making an X with her hands. I am. So. And I'm making a heart because <laughs> I think Midday is just great. And even though she doesn't appreciate my comedy, uh, I know the, the listeners. Listen, it's not the comedy I don't appreciate. It's the delivery and everything about it and all of it. I don't appreciate any of it. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess she's right. I don't appreciate her comedy. But that's okay. Rude. That's all right. Anyway, that's all for today. Thank you for coming to the, this podcast. And we'll hope to see you the next time. Thank you, my guest, Katie. Or Jeffrey, I think that's what you said at the beginning. Or I think Jeremy. So. I think it was Jeffrey. It was Jeffrey. Yeah. Yeah. Or Jehoshaphat. That works. <laughs> I think that's a good name. Can't just make up your name now. Actually, it's not Katie. It's just Jehos- Jehoshaphat. Oh my goodness! And a guest appearance. Oh my of gosh, Brenna. Another guest appearance. We have our guest Brenna. Please say something to our guest as we are leaving for today. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you want to say, Brenna? Or just hello. Sit. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. Thank you so much for coming again. So we'll see you in the next one, and tune in for the next one. It'll be. It'll be. It'll be great. It'll be great. Bye. Okay, and done. That's it. We got pretty far for today. So I can't wait for the next one. And if I said something wrong, which let's be honest, I probably did, don't hesitate to point it out to me. Because honestly, if you can't laugh at yourself, who are you actually supposed to laugh at? Am I right? Okay, then I'll see you in the next one. Midday out.